But we begin this evening with Stories of the Revolution. That's a new initiative to record oral history from the 1916 to 1923 period. The project seeks to replicate the success of the 1937 Schools Folklore Collection, one of Ireland's most important heritage assets. Stories of the Revolution involved more than 800 children who have gathered thousands of previously unrecorded stories, all of them from that hotbed of revolutionary activity, West Cork. From the man who tucked Michael Collins into bed to the woman who played piano as her house burned around her. The stories and illustrations have just been published as a book and as an online archive. Flor McCarthy caught up with the project creator and manager, Terry Carney, and met some of the young writers. Yeah, uh, Tom Barry came knocking at the door around 8 o'clock when um, the Kellys were going to Mass, and he was saying that there's a war situation going on here and that they have to stay low under the window or under the table until Tom Barry comes back and tells them it's safe to get up. 15-year-old Owen Hurley describing his family's experience on the day of the Kilmichael ambush. It was November 1920 and his great-grandmother, Nell Kelly, was 12 years old when Tom Barry came knocking on their door. Outside the house on a bend on the road, members of the West Cork Flying Column were preparing their ambush. The fierce fighting that afternoon left 16 auxiliaries and three IRA men dead and left Nell with a lifelong dislike of Tom Barry, as her son, Connie O'Reardon, Owen's granddad, explains. Oh, yeah, oh, God, oh, oh, oh. Tom Barry gave an order and you, you obeyed. She never liked Tom Barry. Never once did she come to the celebration and never. What did she say about the bullets, Connie? Well, I suppose she was, they were frightened of their life. I mean, there's someone 12 or 13 and there was more of the siblings there and they're lying by the window and, and the, the whitewash falling off the wall. It didn't last long because there's only so many shots in the gun and it, it died down then, but they still stay there. But she said it was like snow. Two days later, the auxiliaries returned and in an act of misplaced revenge, burnt down the Kelly home. Nell and her siblings fled across the fields. They, were, they ran, of course, but whatever bit of stuff they had, and she lost her shoe. Her good confirmation. Her good confirmation shoe, and she said until she got married, I will give you out about the shoe. <laughs> As for 1920, it wasn't easy to get a shoe. Well, you could go around, wouldn't you? <laughs> Owen's essay is one of more than 300 in the beautifully presented book Stories of the Revolution. Inspired by the 1937 school's folklore collection, Terry Carney, manager of the Skibbereen Heritage Centre, asked the schoolchildren of West Cork to interview older people in their families, their neighbourhoods and communities. Hundreds of essays began to pour in. When we saw the results coming in, the material coming in and the stories coming in that first year, we knew it was pure gold and it had to continue. So over four years, 823 children participated. So there are thousands of small stories about this big history. What kind of stories came in? Everything from ordinary people's everyday lives and how they were disrupted to those directly involved in the conflict, including the Hales family, for example, quite a few stories from them. And then the logistics of war and nearly every 
house in West Cork was a safe house, it seemed. And then, of course, all the stories of problems between families during the Civil War and, of course, personal recollections of big history events like Nell's story about Kilmichael really bring the era to life. How did you find children's interpretation of these stories from their families and their neighbourhoods? Some of them were very funny. You know, they got it wrong sometimes. Um, There was gorgeous uh, one or several occurrences where they thought the blackened hands instead of the black and tans. (laughs) So that was fun. But the other thing is, is adults speak more freely to children. So this recorded stories that they would never have recounted to another adult. It's also intergenerational history, isn't it? Completely. One of my favourite ones was a young boy who said he didn't hang out with his granddad much before this, but now he watches history videos with him and he talks to him about world affairs. (laughs) Incredibly, almost 400 people turned up for the book launch in Dunmanway. Anne Bradley, principal of Drumley National School near Kilmichael, says the whole community got involved. I was absolutely gobsmacked to see how many stories came in and the children took such an interest so they went out talking to relatives, neighbours. Our SNA in the school gave a story, the teachers gave stories and by the time we were finished, all of the children had something to write about. Kevin Dart O'Flynn's story even shed new light on Eamon de Valera's immediate reaction on hearing the news of the death of Michael Collins. My uh, great-grandfather, Jack Wall, was uh, the chauffeur for Eamon de Valera in the Civil War. The day that they found out that Michael Collins was shot, I think it was a courier, came by them and told the two of them in the car that the big fellow was shot. And he put his face into his hands and started crying and said, poor Mick, poor Mick. Over 800 of these original essays will now be conserved in the Cork City and County Archives. Conor Nelligan, who's the Heritage Officer for Cork County Council, says the work is of historical importance. As an undertaking, it is something that I think historians will be looking back on because there are snippets of information that never made any history books and yet you know, you've children interviewing their parents, their grandparents, their great-grandparents, getting stories that the older generation might have been more hesitant or reluctant to tell their sons and daughters. So there's some amazing bits of information. Important historically, but as Terry says, many of these stories of everyday life are also a joy to read. I loved the stories about ordinary people trying to go about their ordinary lives, their everyday lives. And one of my favourites was a couple who were due to get married in Cork City. Um, and the, the groom had a pair of shoes put away on the Never Never in Grant's shoe shop in Cork. Unfortunately, a little event like the burning of Cork happened on the eve of the wedding. And when he went down to collect his shoes, the, 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 it had been looted and bombed and so on. So he got one black shoe and one brown shoe and his mother tried to make them two black with shoe polish. So he got married in two odd shoes, but it did them no harm because they lived a long and happy life and had 16 children together. <laughs> And as the annual commemorations begin outside the Kelly family home on a bend in the road at Kilmichael, Connie and his grandson Owen are talking history. It is lovely when I'd be gone, and, and I, I suppose that my age, you, you, you don't ever know, so nobody knows, but uh, it is lovely to think that somebody uh, wrote something and that's and the be thinking about you. Or they might mention you sometime in 20 years' time when it would be long since it's gone.
Laura McCarthy was reporting there. All details on where to get the book and access to the archive are on the Skibbereen Heritage Centre website under Stories of the Revolution.